Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm Emily Benson, your host and best friend on this journey through boutique land. Today is going to be kind of a quick episode, mostly because I just really want to get across a timely message for you. The past couple weeks leading up to the election in the U.S., And just like, listen, there's a lot going on globally, Supreme Court-wise, voting, there's full moons, it's October. I mean, like, there is so much going on in the world right now. And when this happens, it's the most important time to double down on taking care of yourself. There is no strategy, nothing I can tell you to do in your business to help you feel better other than focus on your mindset. Focus on being 100% present in your day-to-day and working through the mindset of how to deal with everything we have going on. This year has been unusually hard for so many of us. Timelines are all wacky. Kids are home from school. You're maybe lost a job, you've been furloughed, your spouse is home working. I mean, like it is just a totally different world. And I think as we start to step in, I mean, we're almost in November. And I think what's happening is we're all just, it's all kind of coming to a head. We just need a break from all this stuff. And what I'll tell you is that when it feels like there isn't a break that's naturally occurring, we have to kind of force ourselves to take a break. We're in the process of dealing with COVID, processing everything that's changed this year. So we're like in process mode. And I think some grief mode because I think there's been a lot of things that we've missed or missed out on this year, which is definitely a state of grief. We're also in the middle, we're like less than a week away from a massive election. All we're hearing about is vote this, vote that. Everything's so divisive. I can't even turn on the news. It's very hard for me to even sometimes go on social media. And we're dealing with that. That's real. Like this is real time happening. If you're in the U.S., you're feeling this so hard. If you're outside the U.S., you're you're feeling it in your own ways. I mean, our election affects everything. This is a huge thing. On top of it, the Supreme Court justice being confirmed is a whole other good, bad, who knows situation. It's just, it's just a lot of stuff. I don't want to play politics. I don't want to talk about what's right, wrong, whatever. Like That's up to you. What I want to talk about is the energy of all of it. <laughs> because whether we classify or judge the energy as good or bad, it doesn't matter. There's just extra energy out there floating around. There's extra stuff stuff that we have to deal with floating around the world right now. We're also in the process 
of working through anticipating what's going to happen not only after the election, but for this COVID season. Is it going to be worse? Should we get flu shots? Is the flu going to be bad? Whoa, are things going to be shut down again? Like I know that brick and mortar stores are thinking that. You have that on your mind if you're a brick and mortar, especially if you're in a state that was very heavily locked down um, over this past year. And I just want to acknowledge that. (laughs) I just want to validate how you're feeling first and foremost. It is okay to feel overwhelmed. It is okay to be feeling like you are extra tired lately or that you're extra sensitive or maybe you're crying a lot or you're anxious a lot. That is valid. And I just, I need you to know that. I know so many women listen to me. I know guys are being affected too. But, you know, I think as women, we are very sensitive beings. And so we are feeling so much of this. Whether we think we are or not, we are, okay? Like, it doesn't even have to be a conscious situation. We are feeling all of this come up for us. And so I want you to know that it's valid. It's okay to be feeling all this. And And the end of the day, it's okay also if this is affecting your business. I mean, we don't want it to be if it's affecting it in a negative way. I think if it is affecting your business in a negative way, it's a really nice time to check in with yourself. How are you feeling? Business is always personal. When we dig into how we personally feel, how our person is feeling, our body, our human body, how we're feeling, then we can go ahead and react to what's going on around us. What I see happening all over the place is people getting swept away by what's happening around us. It's really easy to do. I would love to suggest some ideas for you. So first, I wanted to validate how you're feeling. Next, I want to make some suggestions because I think over the next week or two or three, you know, honestly, going into Thanksgiving and holiday, these are tips you can use all the time. But especially now, I just really feel like I need to talk about this. One is try to get grounded. When you feel like you're like caught in a whirlwind, you know, like remember the Tasmanian devil um, cartoon where he was just like always in this whirlwind around him. I feel like sometimes as entrepreneurs, as small business owners, boutique owners, we feel like that. And at the end of the day, it is so important that you don't turn into that, that you avoid that as much as possible. So getting grounded means stop like floating out there. Stop worrying. Stop being out of your head. Stop being in your head even too. Getting grounded looks like you feeling calm, you feeling like I can handle even 50% of what's coming my way. I can handle really well right now. How do you get grounded? You get grounded by being outside going for walks in nature, taking off your shoes. Listen, if you live in the suburbs and you have grass on your lawn, take your shoes off and go walk around the grass. And I know if it snowed already where you are, that's going to be like really hard. But spend some time outside. It's a really nice way to get grounded. Another really easy way to get grounded is to take a salt bath. I don't kid around when I take salt baths. I take an entire jar of salt that I got at the store, sea salt, And I dump it in the bath, the entire thing, and I take a bath. Some people are like, I don't take baths, Emily. Fine, take a shower. Take a really nice hot shower. Feel the energy leaving you, the negative energy. Feel the stuff leaving you. Feel your feet on the ground. Feel like you are getting grounded in where you are. This is so important because when we make decisions from places in our head or emotional, we're just really whipped up, they tend not to be as good decisions. We tend not to react the way that we normally would if we were really grounded. 
So bath, walking outside, shower. Another really easy way to get grounded is to keep drinking lots of water. So our body is made up of so much water. We tend to, when we're getting whipped up or there's a lot of energy around, not drink, not eat. That's how I react. I am very conscious of always having water near me, drinking a lot of water, moving that energy through your body. Another great way, workout, sweat. If you have a sauna near you or if you're lucky enough to have a sauna in your house, go sweat it out, okay? All these things, it's me saying, hey, take 30 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day and focus on your body, moving the energy through your body, getting grounded. When you move that energy through and out, that frenetic energy, you're going to feel better. And from a place of feeling better, you're going to be able to make better decisions. You're going to be able to handle life better. Not even your business, just life better. Okay, so get grounded. Second thing that I would love for you to do and consider over the next week, especially, but you know, this is always be kind to yourself. We are our own best friends. And on a call today, someone said, you know, I'm my own worst enemy. And I was like, that's cool. But like, you could also shift that and be your own best friend. How would your best friend speak to you? How would your best friend treat you? Would your best friend come and take care of you with so much care? Why don't you do that for yourself? And there's no shame and judgment in the fact that we haven't been doing it for ourselves or we don't do it for ourselves. There's, there's no judgment around that. It's, this is me gently reminding you, hey, you are your own first best friend. Treat yourself like it. Speak to yourself like it. Go ahead and be kind to yourself. Because if you're not kind to yourself, you can't really expect other people to treat you kindly. You can't expect to feel nourished and feel whole when you're not treating yourself that way. So be kind to yourself right now more than ever. Listen, these are life lessons. You know, we're sort of in crisis trauma mode at this point. And if you haven't realized that yet, I'm here to tell you that. <laughs> you've been feeling weird. You've been feeling off. Your group's off. Your engagement's down. You're this and that. We are all operating from a space of trauma and uncertainty. Honestly, like a lot of anxiety. And if that's not you, that's great. Listen, I don't want to like put words in your head, but I'm just, I'm speaking to the collective because I know that there's a lot of like things just got real. So be kind to yourself, nourish yourself, go to bed early, take a little nap in the middle of the day if you can. Use that extra luxurious lotion that you bought yourself. Use that fancy eye cream that you bought yourself. Be nice to yourself. My last tip for you here is along these same lines, and it has to do with getting things out of your head. So I'm not like a huge journaler necessarily. I don't like sit and write pages and pages of journals, but I love to write things down. And part of me writing things down is just getting it out of my head. So if you have a lot floating around up in your head, I suggest grab a notebook, grab a piece of paper. I don't care. But physically write it down. We have gotten really disconnected from our own physical physicality of writing because we're constantly on tech. We're typing. We're using our fingers on our phone. Take out a pen. Take out a pencil and write out what's going on in your head. Not only are you going to get it out of your head, so you're going to start to clear some of that energy but you're also going to process it. It's going to come through your hand. The energy is going to get down onto the sheet of paper and you're going to actually see what's going on. So if you're feeling nervous or anxious or worried or whatever about something, start to write those feelings down. Get them out of your head. Get the energy moving. When you sit and you read that, 
Ask yourself if it's true. Ask yourself what's the worst case that could happen. Ask yourself if there's ways out of this. Ask yourself if there's a different way to think about this. Challenge what you write down if it doesn't work for you. If it's causing you more stress and it's unproductive and it's not healthy, you have an opportunity to look at it, see it, acknowledge it, and shift it. This is a really powerful activity that so many people avoid. They're like, oh no, I'd just rather run around in my head and like process all this stuff and freak out and then go on Facebook and freak out in a Facebook group. Well, guess what? It's not productive. It's not healthy. You doing the act of typing still isn't it really getting the anxiety out. Typing is not connecting with a piece of paper with an actual pen or pencil. Like there is power in that. It reconnects us back with our childhood. I mean, most of the people, I mean, I know there's some people that listen that grew up with phones. I didn't have a phone. We didn't really have tech as a portable situation until college for me. I'm dating myself. But listen, for me to get back to writing and drawing and, and, you know, even if that means using colored pencils or colored markers or making it fun for myself, it really helps ground me and it really helps me see what I'm thinking in real time. And I want to encourage you not to just think about writing things down as just a to-do list. It's not. Writing things down doesn't always just have to be what do I need to do. It can be how am I feeling? And maybe that's a different notebook. I don't know. Maybe you separate things. It can be what have I accomplished today? I told someone today, write down everything you've accomplished at the end of each day whether it's tiny or it's huge. Yesterday I ran the dishwasher. That's an accomplishment. Check. Today I'm going to unload it. That's going to be an accomplishment. Check. We set such high standards for ourselves that we never allow ourselves to enjoy what we have accomplished. We're always on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. Or, well, I didn't do anything that great. We dismiss what we're actually doing. Normally I might not be like, wow, I emptied the dishwasher. Wow, I ran the dishwasher. But right now, when things feel heavy and things feel hard, those are the things that are going to make me feel like, yep, I showed up today for myself, for my family, because I did that dishwasher. That's an accomplishment. And they're like, there's no shame in your game. This whole hustle culture, next goal, next thing, next big thing. When can we just be content with where we're at? When can we feel fulfilled having a really nice, great day where we took small steps forward? No one I've ever met has become an overnight millionaire. No one. No one I know has had overnight success. So let's take it down a notch. Let's maybe lower expectations just a little. Listen, we can still dream big. And I want you to dream big. But I also want you to chunk it down into easy, small, sustainable goals. And by being kind to yourself, by grounding yourself, by drinking that water, by writing things out, writing your your thoughts, your feelings, writing all that out, that's what's going to help you get there. There's no strategy. There's no like, oh, post six times a day on Facebook. Like, that's not going to get you there. What's going to get you there is taking care of yourself, is being your best friend, grounding yourself, spending some time with nature, spending some time disconnected from our devices, away from screens. That's what's going to help us get back into our bodies, get grounded, and feel like we can show up for our people. Despite all this stuff going on, we're still leaders. We still have to show up in our communities. We still have to show up for our families. We still have to show up for our customers. This, more than more than ever, this is the time to take care of yourself because people are going to come to you wanting 
a moment of joy, wanting that retail therapy. Truly, you guys, retail is therapy. If you haven't realized that yet, it is. How good do you feel when you put on a beautiful outfit? That's what you're selling. You're selling the feeling. You're not selling the item. You're selling the feeling. And right now, more than ever, our people need us. But we can't show up and we can't be leaders. We can't sell the feeling of how good it feels to wear that outfit unless we take care of ourselves. This is a lo- a, just a really gentle, loving reminder that we are going through a lot right now. And I don't mean to say that in a negative or hard way. I want to just validate it. I want to tell you it's okay to feel the way you're feeling and give you action steps, give you items that you can start to implement daily into a daily practice of taking care of yourself, of nourishing yourself, of feeling like you can move through this really odd, weird time and not crumble and not feel crappy all the time. I don't expect you to feel amazing and great and wonderful all the time. We've got to make ourselves feel good. We've got to put the energy in, the work, the mindset work. This is all, FYI, this whole episode is mindset work. So if you think you're not doing mindset work, you think you don't need mindset work, this is mindset work. And we can all do it. It's all very accessible to us. So my intention for you in publishing this episode is for you to start to focus on feeling good. What do you need to do to feel good? I gave you lots of ideas here. And I would love to hear back from you what you've implemented. If you want to post in the Facebook group what you've implemented to help yourself feel good or if you've gotten some ideas here, you're trying them, I'd love for you to come over to the Facebook group and tell me what you've been doing, what's been working, what you feel like, oh my gosh, or if you need feedback, if you're like, hey, this is what's coming up for me, post that over in my Facebook group. If you haven't joined that group yet, I want to encourage you to. The way to get to it is just go in your browser, type in www.emilyfbgroup.com. That's our free group on Facebook. It's a free community. I'm loving hanging out in there lately. We've had a lot of great experiences, a lot of great stuff going on. So I'd love to invite you to join and just let us know how you're doing. Let's really get into the mode of how well can we take care of ourselves so that we can take care of others around us. I hope this message finds you well. I hope this message brings you some great ideas and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.